Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Archie Gibbs here from Unrealistic Ideas Production Company. You're listening to Zero Dark Nerdy, the place for pop culture. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. The filthiest of the filthy! Brought to you by Four Saints Brewing out in Asheboro, North Carolina. Great beer for great people. Check them out on their website, foursaintsbrewing.com. Uh, this is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I'm joined with... What's up, everybody? It's Tim Howell, a.k.a. T.P. Howell, a.k.a. The Not-So-Macho Man. <laughs> And I am Rihanna Sullivan, a.k.a. Re or Riri or SD Re. Pick one. I'll answer to it. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you two so much for joining us today. We are going to be talking about Ted Lasso. Season two just wrapped up. So we're going to be going over some favorite moments, favorite episodes, just kind of overall thoughts. I'll go ahead and get things started for us. I will say, you know, to me, this show really hits on all cylinders. Yeah. Uh, it was solid beginning to end. Yes, we didn't get to see that much soccer this season. That's been like the number one complaint I've been seeing <laughs> online and through everyone else. They started with a, a record tying seven ties and mm-hmm. it it kind of picks up or, or starts off with, with Danny Rios going for the uh, penalty kick. And then he ends up taking out <laughs> Earl, the mascot, accidentally. Not his fault. Earl just happened to get in the way of a, of a Danny uh, free kick. And then, uh, you know, we just kind of go from there. Uh, you know, a lot of character building this year, a lot of character building, which I really, really enjoyed. Besides that, I really liked the fact that they started shining a light on mental health. As mm-hmm. many of you may know, or if you're a first time listener, I suffer from depression and anxiety. So seeing them touch on those topics, I thought was really great. They brought in a psychiatrist to help not just Danny with the yips, <laughs> as they like to call it. Don't say um, it. Don't say it. What's that? Don't say the, don't say the word. Oh, right, right, right. Don't say it, don't say it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, brought in a psychiatrist, which I thought was, was a great character. We really got to see a lot more of Ted's background and, and how he kind of became so happy go lucky. But, you know, unfortunately it was because, and of course, as always reminder out there, spoilers ahead. So if you have not watched (laughs) season two of Ted Lasso, please be sure to watch it first and then listen to our episode. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, his, his dad uh, committed suicide. So that's something that's been weighing on him. And you could tell he never really dealt with it before. On top of that, we all saw in season one, the divorce. So yes. just, you know, him bottling it in and like, how is he so kind of happy go lucky and cheery? But at the end of the day, he's he's just like all of us. You know, he's got, you know, real world problems, world world, re- real world issues <laughs> yeah. and things like that. And then, uh, you know, seeing characters grow like Roy Kent kind of becoming, you know, going from, I guess, in comparison from the Grinch who has a heart, you know, this tiny <laughs> to expanding towards the end. And oh, see, so uh, good. oh, so it's so great. And I mean, con- uh, by the way, congrats to, they just racked up at, it oh. was the Emmys, correct? Emmys, yes. yeah. Yeah. Emmys, uh, best uh, comedic performance for uh, Jason Sudeikis, as well as, I, I can't believe I did not write it down, the actor that plays Roy Kent. Uh, oh, Brett, Brett Goldenstein. Yes. So I will, I will tell you this. Yeah. On, 
September 5th, I tweeted, I want to marry Roy Kent. And my friend goes to me. She's like, I think he's married. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to marry the actor, Brett. I want to marry Roy Kent and I will fight Keely for him because I love him so much this season. I'm just like, oh, he's so great. Like he's hard shell, but inside he's just like a ball of love. It's so great to watch. And, and he's, you know, in season one, you get some of that heart of gold, the way he is with Phoebe and like, yep. you know, just this tough guy just melts with his niece. And then you see it just more and more with Keely and it. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's so, it's great to watch. It's amazing. So a little fun fact. I don't know if you guys out there or our listeners know this. Uh, my girlfriend, Ashley, who's watching you right now. So she's binging the hell out of you. <laughs> Another podcast. We'll do Rihanna already. Already yeah. volunteered for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just get together again. And it'll be yeah, fine. there we there we go. Um, so what, what was his name again, Rihanna? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Brett Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Or, I so, think. Yeah, it, no, it, it's very, very on point with that. So he is also a writer of the show. And yeah. as they were creating it, he was sitting there, you, you know, kind of reading these lines and stuff like that. So he goes to Jason Sudeikis and the rest of the crew, like, we don't need to find this person. I'm this person. Yeah. So to take that leap from being a writer, which a lot of writers like being behind the scenes, I I, I totally get it. I'm I'm a behind the scenes guy myself. Like, this is the most uh, you would probably get out of me. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that it was pretty cool that he put himself out there like that. And, you know, here you go. Two seasons later, freaking Emmy Award winner. So yeah, and he is not Roy Kent at all. <laughs> right. You right. know, he's like, I think in an interview he said, you know, I'm silly and like the Muppets. Like yeah. I'm not Roy Kent, but there's it was in him. And yeah, yeah, I love that. He plays it so well. It's just like he brings the character to life. It's great. He he really does. And uh, you know, expanding on that, seeing Jamie have to eat some humble pie. And, you know, him coming up as a team player instead of being me, me, me. And again, you know, like I said, a solid, solid season. Yes, I know there's not a lot of soccer this year. Everybody calm down. They got to do some character building eventually. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so much more than just soccer when you think about it. Right. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like humans. And yes, sports like plays into like how humans develop and how they like see the world. But like, it's really just about like life and being human. And it's they're soccer players and it's a soccer team, but there's so yeah. much more to it than that. So to me, that's like, now granted, I really wanted to see the entire man city game, but uh, <laughs> it's like watching the office and be like, God, I wish they just show them sell paper. <laughs> that's not the point of this show at all. No. Right. Right. Great comparison to him. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I can go to any, I can go to a soccer game anywhere and just watch people play soccer. It's like the right. people right. that, you know, it's, it's the same thing in business. People always talk about like it's a company, but at the same time, like the people that are behind the company are like the real stories, right? Like yeah. selling paper. Yeah. Cool. You yeah. sell paper, but you're these people too, you know? Exactly. That's a real story. Yeah. It's a, it's a fantastic fish out of water story uh, that just so happens to involve a soccer coach and his team. And, yeah. you know, we get to see much more than that. Again, like I said, I, I think Jason Sudeikis, I, I, I really need to do some more homework on how he came up with this concept. But I, it's a show that we need right now as as a country, as a society, as a planet. Yeah, you know, it's not always happy go lucky. People go through some stuff and you get to see it in a, you know, sometimes it can be a little sad, but for the most part, an entertaining and very comedic type of way. 
Yeah. I told my friend um, when I was explaining to him, I'm like, it's literally like being wrapped in a warm hug and it feels so good. And like, you might cry, but it just feels so good. You, even if you're crying, you're like, that's fine. I'll cry. <laughs> give, give me more of the hug. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever gone from crying to laughing as quickly in a show, especially the funeral episode. Oh yeah. It was just like, you know, all these heavy realizations and stuff. And then right back to cracking jokes. Yep. But it wasn't, I don't know. It was just so well done that balance that. Yeah. That, so that was not, that was probably my second favorite episode of the season. Um, but yeah. I'd, and then didn't you fall in love with Sam more? during that episode. Oh yeah. Sam is like literally so adorable and everything so adorable. about him is like, I mean, it just exudes love. And that yeah. whole episode, I was like, Oh, he's just, he cares about her, which is like nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, you know, going to be my, I'm glad you mentioned that. That was my last point, the relationship between Sam and uh, why am I blanking on names here? Uh, Rebecca. Uh, Rebecca. So uh, I just thought that was cool because, you know, they kind of played it off a little bit with the whole banter text messages because for a minute there, I definitely thought it was Ted. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was quite the surprise when it ended up being Sam and uh, and not Ted. So I I think they played that right because I think that would have been, you know, just. Yeah, I I thought Ted or maybe even Nate. Right. And and I really thought it was kind of building to a quick like, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe it was him. No, thank you. I love that they kind of played with it a little bit to see, like, could this work? Does this work? And yeah. you know, they both sort of independently realize, like, no, it does not work. No. I kind of look at it like this, and this might be a weird, like, parallel, but I feel like Sam is kind of like Keely. They're both, like, very, like, outwardly loving people. They just, like, exude, like, love and happiness. And then Rebecca and Roy are so hard-shelled mm-hmm. and, like, closed off. But on the inside, they're, like, so just adorable and lovable. And so whenever I, like, look at those relationships, that's what I think about. I'm, like, it's, like, the opposite, right? Yeah. Rebecca's the hard one. Sam's yeah. I love you. Let me give you a hug. And Keely's yeah. like, I love you. Let me give you a hug. And Roy's like, I will punch you in your face. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so good. It's so good. The action-packed adventure Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins is out now on Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD. Hailed as the best G.I. Joe movie yet, the iconic hero Snake Eyes rises to become the ultimate warrior in the battle against Cobra. Buy on Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD today and get thrilling special features, including a bonus short film, deleted scenes, and much more. Also available on 4K Ultra HD Steelbook. Available at participating retailers, rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. So good. So, Rihanna, um, why why don't you go ahead and, you know, tell us some of your just favorite moments of the show, overall thoughts, things like that. Gosh, there were so many. It's kind of hard, but, like, the one... And this is just because I work in the apparel business. This was like one of the moments in the show where I literally like I started like cackling, laughing because Roy's talking about how he has to go do the photo shoot with Keely. And he's talking about his crazy eyebrows. And he's like, do I have crazy eyebrows? He's talking to Nate. And then and he's like, and I have to wear all black. And Nate's like, you always wear all, all black. And he's like, this is dark Heather charcoal. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know how many times I've been to meetings where I've been like, that's black. And they're like, no, no, it's not black. It is like some variation of black that is like so close to black that like nobody would ever know that it's not black. And I was like, 
I am done here. <laughs> it was <laughs> so funny. I like, I died laughing. Um, that was like one of the happier ones. There are obviously some like very sad ones where like when Roy and Keela were having the photo shoot and I feel like he, you know, all of that like relationship stuff came up and it was so great that they were talking about it, but you could tell that they were both like so hurt by it. And I was like sobbing on my couch. I'm like, oh, that sucks so bad. But then that led to the Diamond Dogs talking about when he came in and finally was like, I need to talk about this. And it kind of plays back into the whole mental health thing because he like said how he was feeling and they were like, okay, break, let's go. And he was like, oh, we, we just say how we're feeling and we don't have to resolve it and we're done. Okay, cool. You know? And it was like, it's tied into that, like, whole. You just have to talk to someone and it doesn't matter if it's resolved, but just like t- tell people how you're feeling. And if you're feeling bad, that's fine. Cool. We're here. We support you, but like, we don't have an answer, <laughs> but we're here. Yeah. It's great. So good. So I love yeah. the diamond dogs. Love, love. love. So, Except for Nate. I'm just going to throw this out there. Like Nate. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to get the Nate. <laughs> he was like the disappointment of the season for me because he had such, like, I loved him in season one because he had like all this potential and then just to watch like him fall. I was like, I can't. Hey, I, I agree. Well, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Cause okay. that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely one of the most, you see it building throughout the season, but yeah, the way the show ended and, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but yeah. uh, Tim, what are, what are some of your just kind of overall impressions on season two and some favorite moments out there? Um, I mean, I, I loved season two. It was like, you know, it's one of those shows. I, I go back and forth, whether I love or hate that it comes out weekly. Right. It's something to look forward to. And like, you know, getting off work Friday, it's like, yes, new Ted Lasso tonight. But I also just want to watch the whole thing at one time. Um, there was a lot of like cinematic type stuff they did this season that I did not at all catch the first watch through. Okay. Um, n- not to go back to Nate, but the season, the show, the season opens on Nate's eyes and he's watching Danny about to take that free kick to win the tied game. And then the season ends with Danny making a free kick to tie the game. And then you see Nate and it ends on his eyes. Yeah. And it, but it's a totally different Nate. Right. Um, The stuff like that I thought was really cool. And especially in a sports world, dealing with mental health, just completely head on like that, I thought was really great. Um, Hands down. My favorite episode maybe of television ever was the Christmas episode. So good. So that hard. thing is getting played daily come December. <laughs> it was so um, I was I was hearing that the season was supposed to be 10 episodes and Apple came back and said, we want 12. And so they plugged in these two episodes that just kind of could go anywhere, didn't really have too much story. And that was one of them. Yeah. And I think the other one was the beard episode, which yeah. I could have done without. <laughs> It was all right. It, you know, they don't deal a lot with Beard. And so it was kind of cool to see how he handles things, which is not good. Um, and so maybe, you know, looking down the road, we we get a little more Beard and kind of see his mental health struggles. Cause based on that episode, he's got some. Right. So, no, definitely. Did you guys notice how through the season, Nate's hair kept getting grayer and grayer and grayer until the very end? It was like, all gray when he was yeah. like standing at the field and I was like 
I don't know if that was like on purpose, but for me, as I was watching it, I was like, that's like someone who's dealing with something and maybe like regretting all the, like, it's, you know, they say like the more stressed you are, like the more gray you get quicker. Right. It's not good for me. Um, But you know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, it was so obvious. Like every episode, his hair kept getting grayer and grayer and grayer. And um, it was interesting, at least for me. Oh, no, I agree. Cause I, I, you know, I rewatched the last episode before we came on and yeah, by the end of it, He's straight up yeah. Anderson, pretty much. You know, so it's uh, it's insane. Uh, besides, before we get to Nate here, uh, you know, just a couple other uh, things. Uh, you know, as far as episodes, I definitely agree with Tim. Love, love, love the Christmas episode. I am a huge fan. I love Halloween. Don't get me wrong. And we are here in Halloween season. Mm-hmm. But gosh, I love Christmas and I love Christmas episodes. And yeah. uh, this one by far is definitely one of my favorites, especially can we talk about how much I love Higgins this season? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just, you know, they, they took this character who season one, he's just kind of plugging in. He's kind of like the yes guy, the yes man. Mm-hmm. And he's just so likable this season. You see him coming to his own and, you know, and then the Christmas episode he mentions, he's like, yeah, you know, we only get like two or three guests and it ends up being just about like the whole soccer team. Yeah, there. Yeah. And then on top of that, seeing Rebecca and Ted give out the Christmas gifts and all that, just a, a super cool episode. And uh, episode two, I really like too, as far as Roy at the end, deciding he wants to come and coach. That's the other, you know, that's when you, you start mm-hmm. seeing Jamie start eating some humble pie. Finally, like coach, you know, yeah. I need, I need to come back. You know, I need you guys. Yeah. Uh, but you know, those are, and I didn't mind the beard episode. Like, could we done without it? Sure. Um, you know, it was definitely a filler episode, but yeah. uh, you know, I, I didn't think it was the worst thing on the planet. I mean, at the end of the day, the, I can definitely put this up against other shows and be like, gosh, this one episode is garbage, but at least yeah. with Ted Lasso, they're all good. There's just, yeah. there's just yeah. some that aren't as good as others. <laughs> yeah. I like oddly, and it, it this will sound morbid, but like, I really loved the funeral episode because it gave like, I watched it the second time. And when I watched it the first time, I was like, that's so random. She's singing that song at his, like as his <laughs> eulogy. And then when I watched the second time, I'm like, that's the song that her mom listens to to like make her feel happy. And I was like, I was like full in tears, like crying on the couch. Cause I realized like, she's not doing this just like randomly. She's doing it. So her mom feels happy. And like that relationship obviously had been strained. And so like, the fact that she did that and like made herself so uncomfortable and then everybody joining in and like Ted showing up, I was like, that was probably one of my, one of my most favorite episodes for sure. Good one. Good one. I, I can tell you right now, the very next day on the way to work, you best believe I was bumping some Rick Astley. Never going to give, never going to give, give you up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that episode to me was great. And, uh, unexpected heavy alert. Uh, so my dad passed away when I was 15. And so, just kind of honestly i dealt with it the same way ted did and just bottle it up and shove it down and eventually it catches up to you and so it was just really cool to see him finally like kind of realize himself that like this is what's bothering him (laughs) and this is deep down like you know it hurts it still hurts and yeah yeah, it was just so good (laughs) once you acknowledge that it hurts so that's when like you can finally start to like process it all because you know but it was yeah it was it was a very heartfelt episode and I'm sorry to hear about your dad. Yes. Um, oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You come, you leave the episode and you feel it was heavy, but you feel lighter when, once it's over. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause yeah. of like all of the progress that was made and the things that happened, you're like, okay, 
that hurt. It still hurts, but you feel like we're getting a little bit lighter with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was the episode that, you know, it's like sobbing, crying. And then you start laughing because Danny can't wear dress shoes. Like <laughs> something so silly. And it's like, even Ted just showing up late and making a scene. It was like, of course, of course yeah. he did. Of course he did. Yeah, I think honestly, my my only real and it's not a serious gripe, you know, like I said, I thought the season's phenomenal. I think the show is incredible. I'm so glad it, it came along, especially during these times. It's I would have liked to see more, uh, you know, story on, on Danny Rojas uh, and hopefully season three will give us some of that. I think his character's great. Yeah, Tim, I, I completely forgot about because yeah, when they were like, uh, no, uh, no trainers. And just the look on all their faces. And the one yeah. guy's like, well, what if, what if they're Yeezys? <laughs> and that that whole thing. And, and that's just the, the great thing about the show, that balance of the seriousness and then being able to put in the, the you know, the comedy, the feel-good elements of it. And yeah. it, they just trans – a lot of shows can't do that. A lot of shows don't do it well. And no. they have just found a way to bring it full circle. So, um, yeah, let's, let's get to – I can't call him Nate the Great anymore. I can't. No. I can't. No. no. So as the season goes on, you're literally seeing like the like him kind of going to the dark side. Yes. <laughs> um, and especially because he starts treating the other trainer who had his role before like shit, which you're like, dude, you you have this role. Why well, yeah. are you going to treat the guy who has your role now like trash? And I know I'm 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 reaching on this comparison here, but it, to me, it's like if Jon Snow turned into Joffrey at the end of the thing. Like that's like my heart just like ripped out. And, you know, it's like when Hulk Hogan became Hollywood Hogan, it was like, yeah. Oh my God, you're the heel. Like now you're the heel. And I know Tim, you're a huge wrestling fan. And that was, that was the language. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my take on it. Uh, you know, you could see it kind of coming, but you know, did I expect that whole meltdown on Ted and then, you know, all the stuff that he was saying, like, oh, you forgot about me and blah, blah, blah. I was like, goodness gracious, Nate, like what's going on? So that's that's my take on on the I guess you could say the the villain <laughs> per se, uh, you know, moving forward, definitely in season three uh, for Nate. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting because I I was thinking about it because I was I well, So I was thinking about it because um, he comes across as someone who was very um, he was he was looking for a reason to be mad. And instead of taking a step back and being like, what is Ted going through? He knew Ted was going through things. And he took, instead of going to Ted and being like, are you okay? What's going on with you? He was like, oh, right. He wrote him off and then decided to like, like blow, blow him up publicly and without even talking to him. And I think that was like the thing that bothered me the most about it was like, he didn't even give Ted a chance to be like, these are the things I'm struggling with so that like Nate could help him. And that's what you do with friends, right? Regardless if you're upset with them or they've done something that makes you mad, you go to them and you say, Hey, like this upset me. What can I do? Or what's going on? Is there something that's going on in the background that I don't know about? And I think that's also part of like the mental health theme is that like, you never know what someone's going through. Right. And so for him to be so offended by him feeling like, Ted was not paying attention to him anymore, but Ted was dealing with like his own stuff, you know? And so, um, but he took it to like the next level. Like, you don't do that. I was like, nope, <laughs> like you are off my, you're, you're not in my boat if this ship sinks. <laughs> 
you know, yeah. he, and, you know, all the stuff he said to Ted was, you know, terrible and whatever, but he, Oh, that ripped believe sign. Oh, buddy. That yeah. was, that took Goodness. me like, I'm mad. Oh, yeah. I'm furious. <laughs> mm-hmm. I literally yelled out. I was like, fuck this dude. <laughs> oh, same. I was watching it and I was like, cannot believe all of those awful things he said to Ted that were like, I can't agree with anything he said, you know, because right. of how, how Ted is and like how he was, he like, he literally helped Nate get to like where he was and he encouraged yeah. him and he loved him. Like, okay, so Ted had an off month and now all of a sudden he's abandoned you and he doesn't love you anymore. And you're going to like slander him in public. Cool. Right. That's what psychopaths do. So he's in my psychopath bucket and I'm trying to avoid those people. <laughs> That's a good bucket to avoid for sure. <laughs> avoid that uh, bucket. One thing I didn't notice, but, but kind of caught later. Um, so he complains that the picture he gave him, like Ted didn't put it up anywhere. I think it was an episode, maybe two episodes earlier when Ted's at home. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a weird scene because it just kind of Ted walks out of frame and it just sits there. And it's like, what are we supposed to look at? Right. Picture Nate gave him is sitting beside the picture of his son. Yeah. yeah. Like these are the people he cares about. And obviously Nate didn't know that, but he didn't, you know, like you said, like he didn't give Ted the chance to say that. He was like, yeah. screw you. I hate you. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Which is like, uh, it's like such a coward way to go about things. So yeah, it definitely is. And I've seen, I've seen some, some folks online complain that, uh, you know, there's no real villain this season, like season one, it was pretty much Rebecca because we knew her motives and season two, there wasn't that like, I guess, big, bad all season long. Right. But it's like, no, we were building to Nate. Right. And now season three is going to be. Yeah, infinity. (laughs) And uh, you could tell early on in the season that Nate was like drifting to like a bad place with everything that he was doing. And so while I was surprised at his confrontation with Ted, I was also like kind of figured that was like coming to that because he'd been such like, but I will tell you that I love Trent. Like I love Trent. Oh, Trent um, from the independent. when he like texted Ted and told him it was Nate, I was like, see, you're a good guy. Like, that's what you do. That's your friend. And I love like his and Ted's like just respect. Yeah. Yep. Just like he, you know, Ted always knew like you got a job to do. You're doing your job. I'm not mad that you're, you know, trying yeah. to make me look terrible. <laughs> and it paid off. Yeah, it really did. Agreed. Trent Krim from the Independent. Oh, God, I love what? it. What? <laughs> the, the Trent uh, Krim from the Independent. <laughs> and then when he fired, Trent he's Krim Independent. Independent. <laughs> One thing, yeah. so going back, uh, watching it again, if you really watch Nate, all the little like Ted-isms, mm-hmm. he's like rolling his eyes every time he does it. And it's just like this idiot. And it's like, there's all these little things that I did not notice the first time. And then you go back and it's like, Oh yeah, he's fed up. Like you can see, and it does get more obvious, you know. But even the first episode, I noticed it and was like, "Man, yeah. it's right there the whole time." <laughs> Something's off. Yeah. Well, we, we definitely got our our villain for season three, and you know, I'm sure there's going to be some more character build up and all kinds of fun stuff. I, I can't wait. Uh, I need oh. them to start filming like ASAP. <laughs> so. Yeah, and like, can we get this next month because. 
Whenever yeah. it's coming is too far. That's yeah, all I know. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I mean, just such a phenomenal show. Great season. Uh, before we wrap up, we used to do this thing and we bring it back every now and again called solo dubs where, you know, each of us can spend a minute or two just kind of talking about things that are important to us, you know, whatever it's or not important, you know, just kind of whatever, uh, whatever it's TV shows, family, whatnot. So, uh, you know, Tim, we'll kind of start with you. If you have any solo dubs, you know, just as far as maybe movie that you're into, TV show, family, you know, family, friends, whatever you want to do, then we'll go to Riri and then we'll go to me. <laughs> yeah, well, so I'm kind of going to do two. Uh, one, you know, I think kind of with the theme of this season, like mental health is just so, so important. And even if it's just having somebody you can talk to, um, you know, this two years now has been crazy for everybody. We're all in situations we've never been in. Um, so, you know, if, if you need somebody to talk to, you know, and don't have anybody reach out to one of us, we're happy to, you know, just hang out if nothing else. Um, but, you know, just, just check in with yourself now and then and make sure, you know, you're, you're good. But, uh, but I'll, I'll echo what we said earlier. Uh, you season three, that'll be my, my, my real dub. Uh, it's so good. It uh, season one was great. Two was okay, and this one is. There's a lot of dead people. Is all. Is all I'm saying. Have you watched it like start to finish already? Not yet. We're about halfway through. Finished it on Saturday like that. I was like, bing, bing, boom, done. I love <laughs> yeah. it. So good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to get through it because it's just it's wild. it's wild. It's like so wild. I was watching it and I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And then it ended and I was like, shoot, I should have like maybe stretched out like a day or two, but no, it was like, yeah. So you're talking about mental health. Like that's so I'll kind of plug my company municipal just because why not? Um, that's how I found Brian. Um, and that's how I found zero dark nerdy. So, um, that's like one of the best things about my company. So, um, we have like, a uh, VP, VP of people and culture who is also like a certified development coach. And so we've spent a lot of time, obviously the last two years have been like so hard on people, but we have like week, like weekly check-ins about like, how are you feeling? Like, what are you going through? And it doesn't have to do with work. It doesn't have to do with, you know, it's just like in general, like mentally, how are you? And if you're struggling with anything, like he's there, like our CEO, Harry is there, like everybody's very aware of like the environment that we've been in. But even before that, because we started before the pandemic, like they were very much into like being the best version of yourself. And the only way you can do that is if like you acknowledge like your mental health and like the things that you're going through and just being able to talk to that and being open about it and vulnerable. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's pretty cool that like I work in like a company that's very much in line with that, like check on yourself. If like you're, if something's feeling wrong, like talk to someone about it. And if you don't have anyone you can talk to, like you have these people here in this office, there's, 13 of us were very small, but like at the same time, like all of us know that we're all going through something and we always check in, like, just to be like, you good, you good. Like, it's like such a great environment to be in. Um, I mean, not right now because the Braves and the Dodgers are playing and Harry's like a Braves fan. He's from Atlanta. And then our VP of brand is a Dodgers fan. So like right now they are, it is insanity in the office and it's like, <laughs> all of the trash talking you could ever imagine. So they're probably both right now, like on the edge of their seat, trying to figure out what the score is going to be. And I'm just going to wait tomorrow when I get in the office and see who's upset and who's happy. And then I'll know who won. <laughs> yeah. No Braves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got to say, I'm really glad that both of you brought that up. Uh, That was going to be my thing as well. Uh, At the end of the day, you know, uh, family and friends is who you can definitely lean on. And even if you're not close and you just need someone to reach out to, please feel free to do that. We've been preaching mental health from day one here at Zero Dark Nerdy. So, uh, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, You know, I started this podcast to try to entertain people, uh, you know, try to bring out a couple laughs. And uh, yeah, this was started pre-pandemic. But during the pandemic, I mean, this thing and, you know, Tim and the rest of the team and my loving girlfriend and my family has just been great. And I'm really glad that we did this pre-pandemic, but also during, too. And just in like the crazy times that we see out there. I mean, you see social media, people just kind of ripping each other apart and it's brutal out there. So, um, yeah, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to to those close to you or and, you know, if, if you think we're doing a good job here and you have a story to tell us. Uh, please, you know, let us know the the website, popculturepodcast.com. We have the contact us page. And and Rihanna, it's been so great meeting you. And that's the great thing, too. I get to do this with friends that I've I've had for many, many years, but then new friends like yourself, yeah. too. Uh, and I will say this, Municipal is, is such a fantastic company and brand. We had Harry on the show uh, probably a few months ago. So be yeah. sure to check that episode out. You helped, you helped hook that up, obviously. And, you know... Shameless yeah. plug. You would you would think that they pay me, but they don't, people. I promise. The, <laughs> the clothing is ridiculously comfortable. It is fantastic. I'm wearing the hat right now. I got the long sleeve. I just ordered the floral pattern. So be sure to check them out, municipal.com. And you guys also do a discount for first responders, right? Yeah, so we do. It's a military, first responders, um, healthcare, teachers, 20% lifetime discount on the site. So, yeah. So there you go. Be sure to check them out. Um, do you guys hang out with me for just one second? Uh, on behalf of Rihanna and Tim, thank you all so much for listening to Zero Dark Nerdy today. Again, big shout outs to Four Saints Brewing out in Asheboro, North Carolina. The Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals out there and the not-so-professional like ourselves. <laughs> uh, BetOnline.ag for all your sports betting needs. Zipster, making high-quality websites with fantastic SEO services. You could find them at Zipster.com. That is Z-I-B-S-T-E-R. On behalf of everybody from Zero Dark Nerdy, we hope you have a great Halloween season. Holiday season's coming up. I know that you know holidays can be tough for some people. Reach out. Believe me, you have more fans, connections, friends that you could possibly know. And all it takes is just reaching out and talking to someone about it. Don't do, uh, don't do anything stupid out there. People love you. People care about you. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Yep. Thank cool. you. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Victory. And anger management. Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.